irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of It's Complicated. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. Good afternoon. Yeah. We got it this week. Well, because you said it. You didn't even let me. I jumped in. See, our team You saved me. I saved you. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. You know what? And I want to help other people be saved as well. So we're going to give you 10% off your first order of the thirsty app so if you want to like order alcohol and have it sent to you because you're like i need it well just enter complicated in the promo code area and we will get 10 percent off you're welcome yeah again um, see how helpful we are yeah on we this are, hump day we are on fire already uh-huh. uh so we have to talk about what's going on in paris because yeah. we can't not it we would be insensitive to pretend it's not happening in the world and of course it's in the city of love so that is you know an obvious tie-in to what we're mm-hmm. doing here yeah we love love we love paris we are so sad and and our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody that's dealing with anything to do with yeah. terror at all not just in Paris everywhere because it's starting to pop up all over the place it, and I, that's everybody's fear it is everyone's fear and I feel like you know especially I'm sure people in the United States especially those in New York places like that have been affected by things that of this nature it just brings that all up again and it does make you think like I was thinking I need to be aware of what's going on. Like, at any moment, it could be us. I mean, you had an experience today. Yeah, this morning on my drive to the radio show, sorry, Mom, please close your ears, I saw the (gasps) L.A. bomb squad drive by me. And listen, I heard sirens of a different nature. I looked back and I see trucks and cars that are they don't look like normal police cars and it's like an rv is what the bomb squad you knew it was different yeah and i read the card that said la bomb squad and i was like why is the bomb squad on laurel and sunset which is like only two blocks you know each direction from where i live right next to my gym right by two friends apartments and they parked right there because Apparently, in the shopping mall where I go to the gym and go grocery shopping, there was a suspicious package. Mm. And so, better be safe than sorry, you call the bomb squad, and that's terrifying. You know what? I it, it is terrifying. You know what? I'm thinking, though, like, okay, yes, everyone's on high alert right now. We're in code red or orange or whatever the code color system is. But, like, six months from now, a year from now, if, God forbid, and hopefully there are no other attacks anywhere in the world, like, if there was a package on the ground somewhere would someone think twice about that i That's don't know what i think the problem might be it's that like you you're on high alert and yes of course you can't be on high alert all the time because it's like would be a little crazy but the, i think that's when they come in is when you're like okay we all forgot about when it when you're lax yeah when yeah totally that's why it's so scary it's very scary i hope that systems change i hope that security ramps up everywhere and you know what i don't care if it's like a big brother type of situation yeah. i'd rather be safe than sorry Me too i'd rather and i don't think that that's like a you know everyone should run out and buy weapons to protect themselves i don't think we're there yet right i just hope that they figure something out where it keeps most of us safe especially during the holiday season when there's like a lot of crap Crowds, gathering places, shopping malls, things like that. Terrifying. It's I'm, it's scary. And we live in a big city. It could happen anywhere. But I think the big cities are a little bit more of a target. Definitely. Because so, it's going to yeah. make more of an impact and, and more people in a concentrated area. And oh, it's well, just... we, we hope here that everyone that, you know, like we said, our thoughts and prayers go out to all of those who have been affected in any way, shape, or form by this horrible tragedy. And we are sending our good vibes and love to the city of love. We are. And that being said, don't, you know, live in fear and and not do things like go on dates. Well, because, yeah, I mean, if you're going to go out, you might as well be kicking back a drink and enjoying yourself, right? Sure. You definitely should. Definitely should see friends, family, dating over the holidays. You gotta live. Okay, at the end of the day, not it's not as to say, oh, don't be scared or it could be very scary, but you gotta still live your life. Just be aware, right? Like maybe here's the thing. I mean, I'm gonna say this. I'm not going to any like very highly concentrated public areas. I'm not, and and that's unfortunate for businesses and concerts and like what are those places that you feel like you're avoiding? Uh, All the places with lots of people. Like what? Uh, Malls. 
Ooh, that's um, going to be hard for me not to do. Or like open malls. Like like the Grove? No, because that's one I'm okay with because it's open. Oh. Like the like a Beverly Center. Oh. Like some building that could collapse. Okay. That gives me anxiety. Yeah. Uh, parking structures kind of make me nervous. Mm. Uh, a game of some like kind. Maybe the building we're in right now. Okay, so want to <laughs> hear something crazy? When what? I was coming here today, I was about to get in the... Uh, elevator with a guy that was holding a, like a little gift and it looked like a gift but uh, to me it could have also been a bomb so I didn't oh, get in the God. elevator with him Jen are you serious I swear to God but that's the thing is now I'm on high alert I'm probably crazier than most no but that's good but I wouldn't even have thought of that and oh, sometimes yeah. I can be a little bit paranoid but I guess I'm not no I'm like very conscious of my surroundings and like the people around me all the time okay that's good and it's not like a profiling thing it's really just like I, I try and read body language I try yeah, and that's good read you know like is this somebody I've seen here before especially since I'm here every day at yeah, the same that's time true. you would know so something out of the pay attention right. to things that feel out of the ordinary or stuff like that. I yeah, I mean, I'm on high alert sometimes like when I'm working, I'm on high alert yeah. because I have things to take care of and I am de- definitely on high alert. But yeah. I think sometimes I'm not. But I should be. You're, that's good advice. I'm going to start thinking about those kind of things. Well, I live in a really mm, what about my building? Would you be scared in there? No, okay. there's so many buildings in your neighborhood. They're not going to target yours. OK. They might go for another one first. Okay, good. So you're in luck. Crossing my fingers for no targeting of my building and no earthquake. Exactly. Ooh, yeah, you, you thought you just said that. You had to fear the earthquakes, and now you have this whole now other I have fear. This too. I have a really, you guys, I'm from San Francisco. I was there in 89. There was a huge earthquake, and I'm. it's like when it's a matter of time. It's going to happen, Yikes. and I'm scared. Anyway. You know what, though? You should be scared of something else. What? Dating people in the workplace, because that's not always a good thing to do. <laughs> Let's talk about that. We're going to talk about that today, you guys, because I think it is so common. It happens. If I were to get a new job like tomorrow, I would be obviously excited for the job and opportunity and it would be fun new thing but like a real close second to that would be like a hope there's a cute guy in like the office that works that's single like I might meet my husband I I would 100% be all about that totally because it opens you up to a whole new like variety of people that you just don't know a whole new pool well you know what I actually am always excited about when other people start new jobs Mm -hmm. like friends because I'm like ooh, you can't date them but I can yeah because all of our friends have boyfriends or are married so we're like let me know if there's a cute single guy totally yeah you gotta like spread the you gotta like put the bug out in everyone's ear Mm -hmm. but there are some things you gotta like consider obviously if you're gonna date people in your own workplace which is like being professional and like well a lot of a lot of workplaces have a policy um about dating in the workplace and some of them specifically say they don't allow it no fraternization you can always contact hr and you know kind of get involved with that whole thing and figure out if it's okay or if it's not okay but if it is okay we do think you should be professional about it even if you think like oh it could be kind of fun to be making out in the hallway or something like there's cameras like make sure my thing is I think it's okay but I would say make sure it's it's worth it right right absolutely like if you're gonna end quickly or like it become like dramatic of any kind like or maybe you actually want to date someone else in the office <laughs> like you might want to like survey your surroundings and see like okay who's the best choice like and also you know what i think helps is like seeing someone in a professional setting is different than seeing them out so maybe like you know it might be common to go get happy hour drinks with some people from work or see them out on the weekend or whatever so maybe make sure you know how they are in the real world too before you dive into actually starting something with them because you could find out when it's too late Yeah, I mean, somebody could like be, you know, kind of like a mullet, like business in the front, party in the back. But like, what if you don't like what they look like when they're partying? Like, what if they're like three sheets to the wind? What? Oh, yeah. And like, you think they're this buttoned up professional that like takes things very seriously, including themselves. And then you're like, oh, that's a hot tranny mess. And then they get super drunk and turn into a different person. Those are always fun. Yikes, Felicia. No, we don't like that. So yeah, I would say definitely figure out if you think it's worth it. But I feel like it's human nature. Like you, you are like you grow up and you go through life and you're like in groups all of the time. Like you start out in school and then you go to high school, then you go to college, then you go, you move to a city and you maybe take a class somewhere or you get a job. It's like, there's always, that's like the number one way to meet people. Yeah. So I feel like it's gonna happen. Well, it maybe is, it's better if it's like somebody in a different department, like you don't yeah. work directly with. 
They also say, I was reading an article on Ask Men called Dating a Coworker, and it was also saying be careful not to date someone like above you, CEO or your boss, somebody who is like directly responsible for making very like important decisions for your job, like pay and things like that. I mean, listen, if you like somebody, you like somebody. You're not going to be like, well, I can't date that person because that person's my boss. I think you would be tread more lightly and be much more careful in that situation. But if you guys are meant to be together, it's going to happen. Right. And it happens all the time. Um, companies do make you sign a document, though. Like, you disclose it. And each person has to, like, give a dollar. <gasps> and that makes you accountable for the situation. And, like, you've both contributed a dollar. And neither can sue the other. And oh. it becomes a whole actually documented thing huh, in smart. the workplace. Yeah. yeah, because companies also don't want to deal with lawsuits mm-hmm. like oh my like a sexual, sexual harassment. harassment it's like a very slippery slope and it goes both ways like oh, if the sure. guy is like you know not as senior as the female and she's the boss he can be like well she sexually harassed me and it goes for the reverse too like you don't want to date down someone underneath you too because you don't want to have someone accusing you of doing that so you, you try and maybe stay within your pool of people who are your peers and there's definitely, I mean, again, it's not black and white. There's gray. But there, I think if you follow those rules and try and keep them in mind, it's it can be a little safer. Well, in our workplace, we're really lucky that we only have each other. I know. And we're a <laughs> power couple, so that's fine. And we're taken with each other. So We date each other, right. sort of, when we don't have other people to date. Yeah, well. Uh, so there's some celebrity news going on, oh, as there always yes. is. Well. Apparently, people thought Gwen Stefani was pregos. Yeah, and that talk about dating in the workplace. Hello? Right. Hello, Gwen and Blake. I mean, it's sort of like, not, and why, again, nobody's surprised. It's like they work together. It's when you like actors on movie sets. Like right. they fall in love. It's like you're with this person all the time. Like they're single, you're single. They're both newly divorced. Like these people work together. They're every day. They're both attractive. Duh. Like this is why this is no surprise. Dating in the workplace is a very, very common thing. So everyone was saying Gwen was pregnant because that's, of course, the next thing that you're going to have to once the rumor of them dating gets old after 42 hours now we need to think of something else she's pregnant well I mean I don't think she is because Blake tweeted something like wow I'm really fertile haha ha, like as a response to the tabloid rumor so I don't think she is but of course that's an actual next step what's it going to be next uh, they're going to be married probably tomorrow yeah so. engaged or something oh and then and then it's going to start to be like problems occurring Right, now they're fighting. Now they're fighting. Well, they didn't talk during one episode of The Voice, so they must be broken up. It's like, oh, I can't even do it. Well, and then there's going to be scandal where it's like, Blake likes one of the contestants. Gwen's Mm -hmm. so upset. Mm -hmm. There we go. Or Gwen's flirting with the new country singer on her team. You heard it here first on It's Complicated. We make predictions about real life news. Breaking news predictions. Yeah. We'll see. Listen, I think, you know, if there were a bet to be made, we're probably pretty dead on. Oh, yeah. For Except sure. no one's going to pay us for our being it's okay, right. But you could just say you heard it first here, and then it'll be old news by the time it breaks. Great, and we'll talk about it then. Yeah, awesome. Uh, something that's not old news is Charlie Sheen Ugh. coming out just yesterday with the fact that he's HIV positive, and yeah. he's been positive for four years. Yeah, and he's claiming in his interview with um, Matt Lauer that he has had to pay upwards towards like a million dollars in total to keep people quiet. That he trusted these women prostitutes or other women we can't say for sure what working, their jobs are. working girls they have come out and said he absolutely did not disclose that he was hiv positive and we had protected and unprotected sex so there's people now there's like multiple women going to lawyers um you know with because the, you can actually sue somebody for that. Absolutely. So, it's essentially sexual assault. So, um, and I think that's what it falls under. So, so that's happening. Um, I mean, do I know Charlie Sheen? No. Do I trust that he would tell someone based on his behavior that we've seen that's erratic and not normal-ish? I mean, no. It doesn't seem like he would disclose that information, especially if you're trying to remain private, but also just because he seems a little erratic. But who knows? Hopefully he did. Hopefully these women aren't really in danger and they're not just trying to, you know, extort money out of him. But... He's HIV positive, and hopefully at the end of the day, he is willing, you know, he's able to keep the disease at bay and be healthy. Well, they say he's taking his medicine regularly, and that's what you have to do. He has what he has. Five, four kids and a grandchild, or yeah, yeah. He's got he's got a whole family, yeah, and so for the, the sake of them, let's hope that he can remain healthy. I just don't understand why it's anyone's business, like anyone that he's not having sex with business, because exactly, you know, he had to come clean because of the fact that if he didn't, these people would continue to extort him and and tell the public 
themselves. Yeah, and you had no choice. So in, you know, when you're a celebrity, you have to actually create the story versus respond to the story. Yeah. Uh, well, but I, mean, I, I just, people are saying, oh, you know, you're so brave for coming out. And you're, he had to. He had to. Not that none, brave. None of any of this is anybody's business. But unfortunately, when you are that of a celebrated nature, being a celebrity, you live your private life in public and people are going to talk about it. So you either deal with the consequences and try and stay on top of it. That's what a publicist is for. That's what lawyers are for. I mean, just bugs me that people are like, you know, saying such great things about him as though he's doing this yeah. monumental thing. He's coming out and saying he's got a disease that, by the way, he's had for four years. And he might have put people in jeopardy. And he also did something to get this. I'm sorry. We all, like, he didn't, yeah. he said it wasn't from needles. And, you know, if the hospital didn't do it to you by some kind of contaminated needle, mm-hmm. it's your doing of mm-hmm. using needles. So he didn't do that. But otherwise, it's sex. Mm-hmm. And so we know his history. He claims he's a sex addict. And it's unfortunate. And I'm not saying he deserves it by any means. But also coming out and saying he has it isn't really doing this, like, remarkable thing for humanity. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, no. So anyway, uh, something that is remarkable, though, is the Align app. Oh, my gosh. Because for those that don't know me personally, (laughs) I am obsessed with astrology. I, like, firmly believe it. Lauren's birthday just passed. I sent her probably seven emails about articles pertaining to her birth date and her sign. Yes, she did. So this app actually uh, uses your birthday and your sign to find you the best possible match. And what's cool about it is, is that you go on there and, like, you put in what your sign is, and then it gives you choices of types of things that would appeal to you in that sign or or like um it gives you types of things that would appeal to you if you are of that sign is what i'm saying so like if you're a libra you like things that are balanced then it will give you like four choices with emoji pictures saying like okay do you like um a balance in money and it might give you like an emoji money or a balance at work and then whatever one sticks out most to you is the one it will take and then use someone else to match and make so cool. a mutual selection, which it could, I mean, it could work. That's really interesting. I think, first of all, for me, this is probably the p- best app. I just hope that there's people on the app because it is so yeah, new. it is new. And I don't know how many guys are that into astrology where they're like, I need to find a Capricorn that might, loves wine and does radio. You might <laughs> you might come across like dudes that are a little too like esoteric for my yeah. liking. Like, I don't want a lexicon to figure out what you're saying every day. I don't need you to be like... Talking about vibes and feelings and shit like that all day long. I think I would probably rip my hair out. So I don't know if I would find the type of guy for me here. But you never say never. I mean, give it a try. Is that a challenge? I mean, Jen, yeah, I'm challenging you to go on a line and see if it's good. And if you don't meet up a guy, with a guy that has, like, hair longer than yours and wears, like, a lot of bracelets. Well, I'll see about that. I feel like that's what you're going to meet. Well, not if they're matching with a Capricorn. Because I would assume that they know better. The, the app would not pair me with that. Because I am a very, like earth sign which keeps me very grounded and very practical and logical so hopefully they pair me with another earth sign. hopefully you can pick an emoji that doesn't have jewelry on probably gonna do that (laughs) probably gonna stay clear of that (laughs) (laughs) i hope so and while i love yoga i don't know that i need the guy to like float away on his magic yoga mat (laughs) i yeah i just am so not into that i am not into that whole spiel i feel like you need to be like a man like a dude you know yeah speaking of a dude oh our guest just walked into the studio a dude with a man bun that i love (laughs) yes peter is here peter madrigal from that's how you pronounce that how you say it right good because i made that up (laughs) that was good perfect i can Um, read (laughs) one of the vanderpump rules Lovely castmates here. Hi. Right pumpers. How are you? Is that what you call you guys? I don't know. That's a nickname we throw around amongst ourselves. I like Vanderpumpers. I like it. There should be a drink called the Vanderpumper. You know what? I'll have to like mix something together. I mean, do you, are you in charge of doing that? Uh, here and there, yeah. So well, what is your role? I want to do. Yeah. What is your role You're the there? restaurant manager. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the restaurant manager. Which is like... Well, I run around and make sure the place runs smoothly as much as possible. <laughs> I mean, and you have, like, not only to run a restaurant with a bunch of servers and chefs and all of the, the customers, but, like, you've also got quite a um, colorful staff to deal with. Uh, yeah, that's both the people that are on the show and the people that just work there. How many people work there? Yeah. Oh, 80. I'd say about 80. 80 employees. people. But that includes kitchen staff as well. Okay. It's not just, you know, uh, servers. Yeah, that's as far as a lot servers go, I'd say it's about 
mm, 30, 30 servers. Okay. Bartenders. Okay. Not counting busters. Okay. That's a lot. I mean, you've got a, quite a job there, yeah, sir. I do. <laughs> I do. Do you? How do you? You okay? To me, I remember when I was like the only, like one of the only managers there. There were like three managers. It was me, Diana, and Paulo. And so on Monday nights, for instance, that have you been to, sir? I have. Okay, so yes. that place is huge. Yeah. So on Monday nights, I'd have to manage the entire space. Oh, geez. That it includes the restaurant and the lounge. Right. You know? And then we brought in a couple new managers to help out. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> that was your first, like, restaurant managing job, correct? Yes. How did you How did you work your way up to be a manager? Oh, wow. This is a long story. Oh, well. Well, do tell. <laughs> we have, and scoot closer to your microphone, darling, so everyone okay. can hear your beautiful voice. Okay. Uh, I, I was always there told that is. I have a, uh, yeah, I was always told I have a face for uh, radio, so. <laughs> no, you do <laughs> not. No, you do not. Not at all. He's quite striking. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, uh, in 2008, I graduated from SC, okay. USC, and then I was looking for a job. So Guillermo, one of the mm-hmm. owners there, he just hired me because I was working at, um, I was working at Club Monaco at the time. Okay. And he came into Club Monaco and I was helping him out, you know, cause I was like, I had a part-time job there and he was like, yeah, come work for me, you know, or come check this place out. He liked your customer service. Basically. So I showed up. But out. that's all you need to, I mean, right? It's the same no it matter where you're at. Yeah. It translates anywhere. Yeah. So I started off as a busser, and then I just worked my way up. No way. Uh-huh. And yeah. now you've been there, what, seven years? I've been there since 2008, yes. Jeez, Peter. Yeah, I know. You're like a lifer. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I do enjoy it there. It's like home. It's a second home to me. You I'm know? sure. After that long, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and a it, lot of the same people, I'm sure, work there. I'm sure there's some turnover rate, but like you've got this the safety of people that you've been around working with for and, years yeah. yes what yeah. is it like working with lisa it's it's actually pretty it's awesome but also pretty intense she expects the best out of you yeah so you know i, I it's a pleasure for me to work for her i love it <laughs> well that being said she expects she expects the best out of you yet there's so many things that happen at yeah. sir that seem like she might fire somebody because of but like, they, they stick around, like what we see on the show. Well, Kristen yeah. is not coming back. Okay, so that's a real fire. Yeah, that was a real fire. She yeah. actually fired James, too. James, last year, wrote her a letter to uh, to come back to the restaurant. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, they aired yeah, that. He, he yeah. He yeah. kind of begged, like it was, a, you know, she, he begged her to right. come back. And so she took him back. But as far as Kristen goes, it, it was way too many strikes. Yeah, yeah. At you some know. point, you got to draw the line. It yeah. seems like, Lisa, I mean, you've got to be uh, kind of a... I like to say like a boss, you got to be in charge in order to be as successful as she is. She's a woman in a man's world for sure. She's running the show. But I like that she does still have a heart. She's not just like super cool, right? Don't you think? I mean, she gives people chances. No, no, no. She she definitely has a heart. But you have to get to know her first. I mean, it took me a while to really get to know her, you know, Mm -hmm. just from working there and then being around them. And then finally like, oh, okay, this person is is a good person. You know, you have to kind of because they've been burned before. You know, right. from by people. I'm sure. So, and it's it's the same with anybody. You know, they got to get to know you and you know know who you are as a person. For sure. And you seem like you are going to stick around, just because I feel like with all the drama that happens at that restaurant, you somehow mm-hmm. you remain on like the perimeter of it. Is that just like your nature? Like you're just more kind of calm. I'm and very like, calm, yeah. collected. I don't really like if I lose my temper. I'm. It's it's uh, it's once in a blue moon. Right. You know what I mean? Sounds like you'd make a great manager. Uh, yeah. I mean, last night I was at this uh, art gallery and something spilled. Like someone dropped a glass and spilled water all over the place. So I took it upon myself to go find somebody who of worked. Of course you in, did. Yeah. Peter. I went, found that person, and they mopped it up. And then they came back and reported to me. <laughs> he managed the situation as a guest. So you I can't mean, even turn it off. You I can't, can't turn it off. Can't You're stop. like, it's I hilarious. need to help and spill the the water spilled. Like no, nobody but you don't want anybody slipping. Exactly. You know? Then there's a lawsuit. It's crazy. The art falls off the wall. It's a mess. It's my friend's. It was my friend's art gallery. So okay. you know, I you know, I was like looking after him. You know, yeah, watching his back. You know what I mean. You're, very kind of you. you. I think that, yeah, your your aura is that, like, very calm, like, control. Let's keep the situation, you know, under control. And everyone's... Yeah. I actually know Peter from... I mean, when even was that? Um, you and I, we did a... Uh, what was that project? Wingman. Wingman. So she was acting in something that I had written. 
This yeah. was what? How many years ago was I this now? Four years ago? I feel like that's when I first met you, yeah. Four, three, four years ago? Yeah, yeah. my friend Mark is a director, and he is friends with you. Mm-hmm. And he wanted... They. I read the script. It's very funny. Yeah, it's very funny. I, I wrote it. I know, I, I, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's, so it's the funniest. It's the funniest it, ever. It actually really, like, truly is. I mean, trust me, there are plenty of scripts that float around this town that are, like, oh, yeah. awful. This is really, really funny. Great idea. And Mark's like, before we do anything, we need to shoot this trailer. And I had to wrap two chains. Like, the rapper that was actually t- really funny. It, I'm sure it was, and I'm sure she was really good at it. Too. Oh, yeah, because you had, you had her, and who's the other girl? Christina, <laughs> this girl Christina, that's like an actress in New York, and she flew out here. She's friends with Mark, and she we all kind of like got together at Peter's house. We read through everything, and we're like, all right, let's pick this. We were trying to pick the song we wanted. And then we went and shot it. And then, of course, like, you know, people get busy and things happen. It kind of just floated it off just, into yeah. the distance. But when we did that all, I mean, this is Peter's baby he wrote this he's like very involved but i did notice he like kind of sat on the sidelines and like let mark do his thing he managed when he needed to like put his i I like producing yeah yeah but he just totally like sat same skills no well here's the thing uh yeah it is the same skills whenever i'm on set as a producer i'm i'm doing this i'm managing the situation you know um my last film we just won it's won two awards now we won another award uh yes monday wait what film is this it's called the first step okay it's about this. Uh, this it stars my brother actually, who's okay. a phenomenal actor. Like I could, I'm like, wow, he's very method. You know what Great. I mean? Great. So it's about this homeless guy who um, kind of like abandons his family because he won't stop his vices, he won't stop drinking, and then he sees, you know, he sees his life kind of like floating away. So he's like, I need to go back to my my family, my kid, my mm-hmm. my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, and James, <laughs> he wanted to go because he's he's very like I said, method. So he wanted to go start sleeping on the side of the road. No way. Yeah. You're like, please don't do that. I told him no. He's all like, yeah, but I gotta get into character. You're you like, you gotta, how would he know what it's like if he didn't sleep on the I side know, of the road? No, he's, you... His idol is Daniel Day Lewis. Like, oh, oh well, that makes sense. Dee Lewis. Yeah, all right, come on. <laughs> As an actor, who wouldn't anyway? But I mean, yeah, so, Lewis would do it though. Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent, absolutely would. Sean Penn would do it. Sean oh, yeah. Penn. I mean, there's oh, yeah. actors out there that would. There's no question they would do that. But yeah, I mean, I could see how you would want to like try and do what you see the people that you love and admire and you're fans of what they oh, do. Exactly. That makes sense. But, absolutely. Okay, so where can we see this movie? Like, is it? Uh, I have it on YouTube right now. Like, okay. we just uh, the director uploaded it to YouTube, and right now I'm working on another project called The Riven Destiny. Okay. And it's um, I'm working on it with uh, the director's name is Rob Garcia. He's he's big in the commercial world. He um, he also directed a feature film already. Oh, is, so, is this a feature length or both of these is, feature length films? No, no. These are uh, the last one was a short, and this one's a short. But Great. we want to make it into a bigger, uh, uh, you know, a uh, huge production. We want to do a trilogy, you know, out Ooh. of this thing. Yeah, it's kind of like a combo of like uh, Star Wars meets Halo in Ooh. a sense. Sounds know. like a video game, it's sci-fi. Oh yeah, and but Rob, there's a sci-fi really, is a great. It's a great genre. Yeah. I mean, like our cinematographer is Gabriel Battison. Okay. And he uh, he DP'd um, Blade Two, Blade Trinity, SWAT. He was like the director of photography on some of the stuff on Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I know, so, I know uh, James Gunn. We know James Gunn who did Guardians okay. of the Galaxy. That's yeah. the per- I mean, that's so the he perfect knows, person. He knows Gabriel. He's <laughs> the perfect person for exactly. that because this yeah. is what you're trying to do. And they have a huge. There's a huge, the fan base for sci-fi stuff is insane. Huge. It yeah. is huge. Actually. So what is it about? Uh, basically, it's about um, these warriors who are trying to protect the galaxy from these Anadain. The Anadain are these creatures of light that were created uh, to be protectors of humanity, but then they found out that humans were too volatile. Oh. So they wanted to get rid of humans, you know. So then you have the, the protector warrior race coming in. And ah. save the day. To, yeah. And manage the situation. What a parallel like for yeah. what's happening. Yeah, volatile humans. Uh, volatile human, mm. exactly. Oh, I don't know about Even that. Even some of the aliens <laughs> are not volatile, so they these Anadain leave some of these aliens alone because, you know, they're not like they're peaceful people. they're peaceful right. creatures. You know. God, this sounds so interesting. It does. <laughs> so it's so going to be made? We're we're what I wanted to do, instead of going to a private investor, I wanted to uh do an Indiegogo campaign ah. to raise to, to, to raise uh to raise money but also get a fan base going. You yeah, know? So, for sure. So Definitely. it's up on Indiegogo right now. We've raised about sixteen percent. We have like fifty days left. So if people and, go up on Indiegogo, what do they look for? Uh the Riven Destiny. Okay. It's so also on my it's also on my um Instagram okay. and Twitter. But yeah, it's uh R A I V E N. Okay. 
Guys, awesome. Well, you that, guys go, go and on, do that. Yeah, go and support. Um, um, yeah, we're going to try. <laughs> and then you also dabble in the hair industry, being that you have such a great head of hair <laughs> yes. on your... Tell us about um, that. Well, uh, I um, after a year of working on the contract, I finally got it You know, to where I wanted it. And that was about five weeks ago, and then we signed the deal. But um, basically what happened was this company sent me hair product. The name of the company is Harrow. Mm -hmm. They sent me hair product. They said, try it out. I was like, okay, I'll try it out. And uh, I ended up really, really liking it. It's all natural. Great. There's no sulfates, no parabens, nothing, no no, no synthetics, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. What do you want me to do with it? They were like, well, can you rep it? I was like, oh, I can do that. I can be the face of it, I, but I also want a piece of the company. See, I look at things Smart. like Smart the move. way Michael Jordan looked at things. They have this man. I like it. So, um, like, Mike, Michael, he, he, he did the shoes, but he also got a piece of Nike yeah. Smart. in the process. You know? yeah. So that's what I wanted with Harrow. So basically, that's that's what I did, and so we worked out a contract five weeks ago. We signed it, and we're about twenty four hours away from launching the website. Awesome! Yeah. So then and people can cool. get people can then now get it like in the yeah. next couple of days. Yeah, exactly. Great. So I'm I got products. That, you know, I, I sent someone to Australia already. Uh, Rio de Janeiro. Nice. Uh, Northern Cal- Fresno, California. Worldwide. Yeah. It's is it all male? Um, I think so. I think it's male. Like uh, Johnny, he's the uh, he's my other business partner. He he says it's unisex. I say it's male because it has a more of a male uh, fragrance to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to do a uh, coconut line. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We're Women gonna... like coconut. Exactly. Yeah. Who doesn't like coconut? I don't know. Who doesn't like coconut? Right? I love coconut. That could coconut go either like vacation. Way. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Feels it's like good you're time. on vacation. And it could go either way, but it's nice that you have the, the option. <clears throat> To be appealing to the women because women also of I course. Mean, care for the, yeah of course yeah, right yeah. yeah so how do you have time to do all these things uh, I make time because <laughs> <laughs> you manage so you know how to manage yeah, your life I know how to manage my life <laughs> and my time yes yeah. yeah like a lot of people are like oh you sit around all day no no I yeah. don't I'm working I'm up at six in the morning yeah oh, wow then, so mostly you're working at nights mostly at at sir, sir I'm working at nights yeah and on my on my stuff I'm working during the day so it's long hours for you yeah. So how did you feel about working at Sir and then them start doing a reality show? Because wait, just to interject for a second, you're there. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. you know Lisa. You see her on the Housewives well, no, of Beverly let, Hills let's, first, let's, right? First of all, everybody's already there. Like this show did not just like formulate out of thin air. Right. Like people I mean? weren't cast to play no. servers at mm-hmm. Sir. No, the 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 show is based on relationships. Like Kristen was there since 2007. Mm-hmm. Stassi was there at 2009. Um, Katie was there in 2009. So mm-hmm. everyone was had already been working there for years at this right. at, at the point that we got picked up. Right. Uh, it just, you know, it was just finding the right pieces to connect the dots and make the show work. And did you ha- I mean this is probably such a cliché question to ask. It is. It probably is. Any idea how large this was going to be? Uh no, actually I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the show. I want to just to create a platform for what I'm doing. Yeah. If if it fails, the the worst thing that could happen cuz I always look at the positive with yeah. everything. The worst thing that could happen is that I gain a couple thousand followers in, on my social media and that's it. Yeah. You know, we did not expect it to like, you know, become a global phenomenon the way it's becoming. Are you in your fourth season right now? We are in our fourth season that's currently. Crazy. crazy. I mean, yeah. I am a fan of the show. Biggest fan. <laughs> I mean, I totally watch we're it. We're huge fans. And of course, I'm watching it going, I, that's Peter. I know Peter. Yeah. And like, and then. I know I know you. I, I know mean, you, yeah. and I know. And I'm kidding. Oh no, yeah, um, <laughs> we do have friends that are friends with like some of the castmates. Yeah, it's we're after you live in LA. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, a small exa- world it's here. such a small, especially the entertainment industry. It's so small. Oh yeah, you'd be surprised. It's like six degrees of separation. Separation. Yeah, for sure. I was it's so say. cliche, but it's so true. It's so it's true. I mean, so like, ten, well, you know what's funny about this building? Ten years ago, I worked. Right, out, uh, right on the other side of this, uh, at, no the, way. at that mall. It, when oh. I think there was an Abercrombie and Fitch there. You did yeah. not work at Abercrombie. Everybody's worked. At Everyone's Abercrombie worked at Abercrombie and, and Fitch. Guess what I did at Abercrombie and Fitch? I was a manager, so I managed big time. Oh, jeez! I, sure I was did. a recruit. I ended up as a recruiter. 
<laughs> what do you mean? What was that? I go out and recruit. Oh, yes. You I find attractive people and be like, you want to work You want to work at Abercrombie and Fitch. Right. You want to stand in front of the door with Without your shirt. shirt off and spray cologne on people that walk by. The worst smelling cologne ever. Yeah, it was, actually. I, I feel like I can I can like remember exactly what it smells like. It's like already fierce. gives you a headache. It's called Fierce, and it's fierce. awful, well, by the way. It stands fierce. out. It definitely does that. Oh, my god. But, yeah, gosh. so I worked... 10 years ago right over there see again are you not are you from LA I'm originally from Texas actually okay. yeah deep right. south on the border with Mexico okay so when did you come out here <laughs> um well I spent a year a uh, year and a half actually at Blinn College in Brenham Texas which okay. is like right between Austin and Houston and 30 miles south of College Station so my entire family went to Texas A&M you have They're a big Aggies. family too don't yeah. you mm-hmm. I remember you telling me that yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, my uncle Hector, my dad's brother, he went to Texas A&M. So everyone from my family was like, oh, yeah, he's going to go to A&M like everybody else. And I was like, I I applied to only one school, and that was USC. And I got in because I don't believe in backup plans. That's right. I hate backup plans. Smart guy. I don't do that. I just go... I'm laser focused. Yeah. All the time. Hey, if you're going to have one thing to do, focus on it and make it happen. Exactly. You know, so, um, so I got into USC and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, and the rest is history. Yeah. I moved out here 10 years ago. My little brother James followed cause mm-hmm. he's, he didn't really know what he wanted to do at the time cause he was just 19 years old. Yeah. You know, but he knew he wanted to get into the entertainment. Now he's like f- focused on acting and writing. That's, That's it. That's all he wants to do for the rest of his life. You guys could be a great team. Uh, yeah, we pretty we pretty much are. <laughs> I like that. I, I cast him in everything I produce. Of course. What a good brother. Well, no, tonight, like, you know, he um, he's going to be on the red carpet with me at the um, at the night before red carpet premiere. We need to talk about that yes, promo. we do. So you guys actually did a promo for the night before on yes, Vanderpump. We yes, we did. How did that even get, like, yeah. tied into Vanderpump? Yeah. Um, well, Seth Rogen, I think, is a fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Everybody is. Whether they admit it or not, they're a yeah. fan of the show. So, yeah, no. And what happened was I think he got rid of the director and he was directing the, the, the thing himself, the promo himself, and he was acting in it at the same time. And then he had, like, a, a team of six writers just, like, rewriting stuff and, and okay, let's just try this line. Peter, let's say this, you know. And I'm like, okay, and I'll say that, you know. So it was kind of, like, off the cuff just improvisation and we just went with it it's great you know well it's i heard it's gonna be the, hilarious actually the movie is supposedly like a cult classic now yeah. like already and it hasn't I can't come wait. out yet i'm seeing it tonight i'm excited Ha-ha. to see it jealous can't wait to see it <laughs> but can't yeah J- james is all like i want to meet seth rogan i was like yeah sure come on over <laughs> let's go oh you're such a nice i was supposed brother. to bring someone else but you know <laughs> She couldn't make it, so. Hey. Well, next best date is your brother. I would think so. Yeah. That's what we do. When yeah. We don't have dates. It's like, you're coming with me. We're a power couple, power couple, so it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of dates, yeah. yeah, everyone apparently dates each other at Sir. We're talking about dating in the workplace this episode, like this uh, show. Yeah. So like, yeah. how, I mean, like, it happens. I, I ended that type of, like, thinking, you know, years ago. Yeah. You know. For even, yourself, personally. For myself, personally. Even on set, like... Like I I I I don't mix business and pleasure. But what if you can't help it, Peter? I can actually. Look at you. I like your self control, but I feel like if I like somebody, I'm, I'm Peter total, reminds me of me. I'm total control <laughs> all does. the time. Yeah, I'm in total control. I don't know why. I just like being in control. I do too because <laughs> it's safer that way. You know what's going to yeah, happen? Exactly. You know. I so agree. if I let if I let myself go. I know that there's a safety net there for me, you know, to catch me or, you know, I don't know. I just feel that way. But at some point when you get into a relationship or whatever, you have to make the decision to kind of let go and be a little Exactly. No, I don't mind. But up to a point you. Oh yeah. No, I, I, like I said, I don't mind. Like if, in other words, if I'm in a relationship and I let myself go, then yeah, there's a safety net there. Like I, I trust the other person and. And it's a beautiful thing. But right. you won't let it affect work because you no. are a businessman. No. And that is like its That's own the, thing. My number one thing is right. business. I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% on focus during the day on what I'm doing. You know, As you should be. Good you know. for you. But yeah, no. As far as like dating it, sir. <laughs> uh, I dated Stassi years ago. <laughs> well, that's right. You guys touched on that. On the, the show, show, yeah. That was totally. way before the show, though. Right. That happened before the show. And, like, was there any... It's the, I mean, you know, some people think they're watching the show like, all right, 
this some of this drama is maybe helped along with the production or no, whatever no, but was that no. and maybe not but was there drama that existed a lot of drama yes. that existed before yes yeah. which is probably well, where you guys came up with an idea for well, a show right well yeah i mean what happened was we were interviewed i think i mean not interviewed but like it was floating around that you know vh1 wanted to do it yeah reality mm-hmm. tv series so we were looking at our restaurant but I think they said that we were not dramatic enough, so they what? went with um, they went with uh, Saddle Ranch. And what happened? Oh, that was with, a smart move. With or not. Saddle Ranch was that they started casting people from off the street. Mm. You know, that's not going to work because there's no connection there if it's not scripted. You got to you know? have the real deal, exactly. And, and so you guys have it, yeah. And you continue to have it. How does that work though with like an HR policy? Like you're obviously the manager. What do you do with fraternization in the workplace? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Like, if if, if it's consensual, then what can what, what's what's wrong with that? Well, because th- there are companies that say you absolutely cannot. Like, this is not. You have to sign a contract. Like, this is not. So yeah, Lisa, we don't have that Lisa contract. Is... I, I mean, we're serving tables, not saving lives. I hey, mean, I agree. I'm not... In many ways, we could be saving lives, you know, because people rely on the food, but. <laughs> I am not, I totally agree, but some places are very, obviously Lisa is fine with it, and obviously yeah. it helps with everything that's happening, because people like to be, exactly. you know, watch it go down. But one of my favorite things was when uh, that girl came in from Miami that Kristen, like, brought oh. in to confront Tom. I was not there that day. I came in later. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Like, what do you do with that? What if somebody just causes a whole scene because they're like, baby mama drama or like some kind of nonsense? Peter, what would you have done if you were there? I would have kicked her out. Yeah. I would have literally, I would have gotten security and escorted her out. Right. And they wouldn't have been like, no, wait a second, we're filming. No, no. You're they like, this They is, would not have yeah. done, they wouldn't, because yeah. it, 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 whatever happens, happens. The mm-hmm. act of being kicked out is pretty dramatic. Exactly. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so they wouldn't have stopped me. Yeah. You know, and I wish I'd been there, like, because Diana was like, oh, what do I do? You know right. what I mean? Having a male in uh, that sort of situation is probably a little bit more helpful slash beneficial, because yeah. you're going to come in and, and sort of Oh, yeah, no, I would have told charge. her to get out. I like that. Look how firm he is in that, <laughs> convi- I mean, you are... Yeah, it's like uh, dropping the hammer on that. I, I would have left I, I if I dropped the hammer a lot. <laughs> I like it. We need to come into Sir and we do together. Oh yeah. Well, we went to Villa Blanca. We had a really like <gasps> yes. wonderful meeting one day at uh-huh. a place that's a nice place, and uh, <laughs> she doesn't want to a be place a- that's a nice. Place. It was an agency <laughs> meeting. Yeah, <laughs> I very, speak in riddles. It was a nice business meeting with a very good agency yeah oh, so we had that to us yeah there we go and so then we went and celebrated our great meeting because we were fucking kick-ass yeah you can say that on this radio show and so then we went and of course had to drink all the rosé that villa blanca had to offer oh, wow. all of the rosé all of it only to go out to dinner later and at hakasan and drink all their booze too three sheets to the wind at that wow dinner. Party so time. what happened the next day were you in bed all day or? no really we, we have systems in place like we know how to curb a hangover real well yeah a lot of I water think- Maybe some tomato juice. I don't know. Wait, what's tomato juice? What? Okay, <laughs> you probably have some hangover cures being do in tell. the area that you work in. What do you do? Uh, what do I do? See, a lot of people say that, oh, you got to drink the same booze that you were drinking the Hair night Hair of the dog? <laughs> I don't know about that. No, what I, if you I, can't I, remember what you drank? Or what if you drank a lot of different things and you got to have all of it? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I like to drink, um, I like to juice. Okay. So I'll do like a, a green juice and that'll help. Or like a tomato detox? juice. Yeah. That'll help, like, but my number one thing is, like, I don't get hangovers. What, First of all, I stopped drinking. Like, I stopped drinking, like, three months ago. But um, I don't get hangovers because I had a system in place, my system. And my system was every one to two, one and a half to two drinks, I drink a bottle of water. Okay. Smart. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so like, it kind of, like, drains you and, like, you course. know, refreshes your system. I just am so bad at that. So no, bad. we forget. But I do think the thing that worked for us, at least on Halloween, was drinking vodka and coconut water because we were drinking the water as oh, we were drinking sh- the vodka. <laughs> of course. Hydrating so while dehydrating. So it right. counteracts itself. Exactly. And also, I feel like the drinks that you uh, drink need to be not a lot of sugar. I don't like a sugary drink anyway, but it's got to be just very basic. Then you should be drinking wine. 
Because wine is full of sugar. Oh, oh yeah. Wine no. makes me feel like absolute shit the next Death. day. Really? Vodka Death is my wine. jam. Vodka, water, and lemon is yeah. like oh, the best wow. way to go. Maybe you yeah. should make the, what, what what did we call the drink? Vanderpumpers. The Vanderpumpers drink. Just like real clean and simple. Splash some coconut water in there. Mm-hmm. Keep mm. yourself hydrated. Huh. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll come into Sir and you can serve it to us and we'll tell okay. you what we think. Okay. But Sounds so, okay, good. but wait. So you would potentially make a drink there. Like you kind of can do anything really. Basically. Right? I have the food. keys to the kingdom. I love that. You're so. <laughs> it's a lot of powerful. I mean, it powerfulness. is powerfulness. That's a new one. Sorry, I blacked out mid sentence. <laughs> that's that's a lot of power. You want to just use power? Yeah, that's yeah. It. I think powerfulness is good too. It's giving the same vibe. That's what I have. I mean, okay, it's not a real word, and I have it. That. It's great. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely want to come in. It's been a second since I've been there, and the food is great there too. Oh, the food is amazing. I love the skirt steak. The skirt steak. I think that's what I had. Yeah, the skirt steak is bomb.com. I also yeah. like the ahi tuna and the pork chops. Those are. Okay, well, I'm going to start listing off the names yeah. of all no, the food. Yeah, that's fine. No, that's good to know. <laughs> okay, well, I'll have the ahi tuna. Okay, fine. There I'll have go. all of the other things. And then also people who are listening who want to come. Because it's like it's like a definitely... You guys, Shrimp risotto also. Ooh. Very awesome comfort ooh. food. Yeah, oh, That sounds, sounds good. Amazing. So you guys have 100%. It's a very popular restaurant. It's in a great area. But also there's a draw because of there's fans coming in. So when that, how do you manage that? Because you're there and you're like, they want to take pictures with you. Probably no. You just yeah. let, let it happen. It's like, yeah, I let it happen. Um, how do you say it? I, uh, I don't really work on Saturdays anymore because okay. that's, that's when I feel like a catfish in a shark tank. You're like a sitting duck. Yeah, literally, you know, cause I'm trying to do my job, yeah. you know, and then, but people think that I'm rude for doing my job and not paying attention to them and taking pictures with them. You know, so like on a Monday night or a Sunday night, you know, that's when I'm usually there. Um, it's a lot easier for me. Okay. You know, because it's not as busy. Yeah. And, you know, I, I can interact with customers and, you know, it's a lot more fun, you know. Yeah. On a Saturday night, there's it's it can be a madhouse. It's a ball bust for sure <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah do, you really think, do you think there's ever going to be a point where you guys just can't actually work there anymore? No. No. I don't think so. I I think on on slow nights, we're still capable of doing it. You know what I mean? I mean, like, for instance, Sandoval is still one of the best bartenders at that place. So is he going to make us our Vanderpumper? He might be able to. If he's there working that night, he might be able to. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, So you guys, when you're filming, how long does the filming, like, how many months is it that it's Uh, happening? May to uh, early, mid-May to mid-August, okay, like a week or two into August. People need to know for the rest of the year, this is your job. Like yeah, You exactly. still go, turn up every day, mm-hmm. and de- and there's still probably drama that we're not even seeing. So many people are astonished when they see me like you know, working there. Actually working, t- yeah. yeah. They're so like, wait, what? He like, actually he's works actually here. there. <laughs> this is real. That's what I like. I mean, there's so much reality TV these days, and like a lot of it is so contrived. scripted, contrived, yeah. produced. This doesn't really feel like it's that because not. you know the reality of the situation is is that this is a real running functioning restaurant and these people are actually working yeah and i think that's what really draws people in because they Mm. feel like they're really getting to see into your private lives oh yeah and it doesn't feel fake oh a lot of people like especially when we're shooting at the restaurant the lot like people just show up like they're like oh my god am i going to be in the background you know what i mean it's it's (laughs) eating like real largely at the table (laughs) spilling their drink on accident like trying to get somehow like oh extras you watch oh my god (laughs) extras are so funny i mean you've known this right like someone who walks by all like weird or like whispers in the background like so obviously you're like guys you tell the the ad like could you tell them to like tone it down in the background just a little (laughs) be background don't be the star don't march when you walk just walk just walk normal (laughs) stop singing you don't have lines act natural (laughs) (laughs) that tree doesn't move that's that's the proper act natural act natural that's what everyone i don't understand how that that just doesn't make any sense to me act natural it's it's an oxymoron obviously but yeah that i i'm sure you guys deal with a bunch of that just trying to get on camera just trying to be part of it People just want a piece of the pie, Peter. I think so. I think they do. Yeah, there's a lot of thirsty people out there. <laughs> I'm sure there are. There are. Uh, so in our last couple of minutes, what's your favorite thing about being on the show? My favorite thing about being on the show? Mm, I don't know. Um, I don't really. I mean, I get to hang out with I get to hang out with people that I've, I've been around for years. So that's one upside to it. You know what I mean? Because when when. When it's the off season, when we're not shooting, like everybody has such busy schedules that we hardly ever see each other. You know, we, we, we're constantly in contact, 
we, yeah. we're in, <laughs> but I mean, like it's very few and far between that I get to hang out with people that I've known for years now, you know? So it's, that's one of the things that I love about the show. How Has it helped friends, you meet yeah. ladies? Could yeah. not have hurt. Let's be real. Come yeah, on now, Peter. It couldn't have hurt. It didn't hurt. <laughs> you did get more than a thousand followers from it. So I'm sure people are seeing you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not only did it help with your platform in the entertainment world, but in the business world, but I'm sure it helped your dating platform. I mean, come on. I guess you could say that, yeah. But listen, it's not a bad... I mean, you're a single or were at a time a single dude or whatever it is, so why not? Like, it it's a, just opens another door for you to meet people. We're always down to meet people. We're on, like, all of the dating apps. Really? No oh, shame yeah. in our game. All of them. <laughs> all of them. What are you all on? Uh, Tinder. Tinder. Bumble. Hinge. Raya. Uh, this one, new one, grinder, Align. Grinder, no, no. no, not yet. Not yet. But you know what we're going to start doing? Bringing our dates into Sir. Oh, oh let's do that. You're Ooh. not going to date each other? Like, no, we are. We're going to double date. You said that you were going to like, you know, oh, yeah. if, if, if I don't have a date, I'm going to go and bring her. Yeah, well, that's what we do. We have always have like, it's like having a backup fall guy all the time we're each other's plus ones but when we also go but on we dates, totally get it where if you have a date it's like bring that person but if right. not hi also there have here. been times i've like had a date let's say and lauren's like so am i gonna meet up with you guys later where are you gonna be is it cool if i come and i'm like i mean pretty definitely. much i'm reading all of the text messages that he's sending her vice versa and i'm also crafting texts that he's getting i mean re- listen we're all part of each other if you're dating us one of us you're dating if any girl hilarious. wait hold on it's though. true peter this is not just us Mm-mm. all of our girlfriends do this you need to know that really oh yeah oh, every, if like, you every send, female in the world does this that's what you, group chats for and screenshot hello you're like uh peter just texted me this what do i say jen and then she's like "Ooh, say this that's cute and breezy like this happens to i hello i wish Takes we could have a, a caller in our last minute of the show but this is a thing okay so careful <laughs> careful what pictures you send to people as well oh no i don't send anything i'm sure you for you. you're a smart guy you, we like this peter you know what well, you're so smart this is what we're gonna do what are we're we gonna, gonna do? come into sir we're oh. going to bring dates and you're gonna like Look, you're going to make sure you're going to say like give, you're going to give a short assessment. You're good at judging character, I think, and be like, give us a sign, like, a hey. thing, you know, yeah. let us know what you think. So we trust your opinion. Okay. So, Peter, awesome. where can people find you on all of the social media sites? Um, I'm on Instagram, Peter underscore Madrigal. I don't know if that's uh, hard for everyone to spell, <laughs> but it's M A D R I G A L. And then um, on my Twitter. It's uh, at LLPJ Madrigal. LLPJ like LL Cool J? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, I did that when I was like, that was like years ago. I like I, it. I made that Twitter up <laughs> like five years ago. Well, it's clever. And I never, I never changed it. So I was like, you know what? I'll just stick with that. It's catchy. It is catchy. And so Harrow. Harrow. That, it's like tomorrow is when it's. Yep. Okay, great. So everyone needs to go out and get it. How can they get it? It's going to be uh, myharrow.com and it's all going to be ordered online. Unless you're you live right next to one of the salons that I you know that that carries it. Sweet. Okay, great. And then really quick, where can everyone uh, see your two films that you were talking about or contribute? Yeah, uh, contribute. Well, uh, the first step is on um, it's on YouTube. Okay. So you just type in the first step 2015 because okay. ironically, because I was looking for it last night, and ironically, there's so many uh, titles titles okay, yeah. first step. I was just like. Okay, mine's mine's award winning, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, and then the Indiegogo is just Indiegogo. Um, so you go to Indiegogo and it's the, the Riven Destiny. So it's the right the uh, R A I V E N Destiny. Great, awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yes. And everybody, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes so we can just go straight to your cell phone without you having to worry. And right. thank you, Lauren. Yeah, thank you. You can find me at Lauren Lee and Ellie on all of the things. And thank me too. <laughs> oh, Jen. Thank you so much, Jen. You are welcome for me showing up today. Where can we find you, Jen? Uh, Jennifer Golden on all the things. Okay, great. Awesome. We will see you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio.